Yeah, yeah. Give me life. Keep me free from birth. Ladies and gentlemen, hi. What we aim to do in our midday hour with you is entertain and educate you about music and causes that enrich your life here in Connecticut and New York. Today you will meet saxophonist extraordinaire Crispin C.O. Hey, Crispin. Hey. And uh, Susan Schnitzer, executive director of Connecticut Institute for Refugees and Immigrants, and Amanda Meeson, the leader of the Sterling House Community Center, both who work tirelessly to help children, new entrants to our community, the elderly, and families in the Bridgeport area live their best life. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Rob. Thank you. Oh, yeah. More on them later. Hey, I'm Rob Freed. And welcome to Band Central Radio, where we broadcast the fourth Monday of every month, right here on WPKN 89.5 FM and WPKN.org on your uh, computer and also on your audio device of choice anytime you want to listen via WPKN podcasts. This is a show where we reach into the nonprofit community. Get executive directors to come on, talk about their mission. Local musicians get to come on, talk about their music and the local scene. We call it philanthropy. It's where philanthropy meets music and fun. What could be better than that? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Nothing. And as mentioned, we've got a great show over the next hour introducing you to Susan, Amanda, and Crispin. But before we move on, each month, the first segment of our radio program, I share something I care about. Last month, I talked about the importance of smiling. In recent months, I've shared about personal growth, Band Central's approach to social activism, and viewing how we approach helping others here in Connecticut as being caretakers. Today, I want to talk with you about hope. We at Band Central are not simply do-gooders. We're social entrepreneurs, and we want to see results. We want to see you, our dear WPKN listeners and friends, experience music, stories, news, healing, and learning, especially related to good causes, so that your lives become more enjoyable and that you, in turn, share the goodness by being useful to others. Whether you're home having lunch right now, driving on I-95 to your next appointment, walking the dog or whatever, we want you to feel our authentic energy and joy so that we can add one grain of sand to the pile that tips our collective consciousness to more peace, love, and hope for the future. You know, and that's ultimately what we care about as musicians and as leaders of nonprofits. You know, we have just gone through two years of an extremely contagious virus like nothing we've seen since the influenza of 1918. We have war and conflict, a political system that drags us down, and gas pump prices that are unnerving. We got big problems. Yet, you know, we need to find hope and we need to have hope. Band Central and WPKN seek to be places of refuge. And, you know, what I'm about to say is hard to put into words. You know, our purpose here on Earth might be obscure, but the road ahead is really clear. If we can each, in our own way, help get the consciousness of our community and humanity to the highest level we were able to, 
we will continue to see great transformations in human culture like those we have seen in the past 60 years, and we will not be enslaved by darkness and negativity and instead have a destiny that has light and positivity. I'm going to say that again. If we can each in our own way help get the consciousness of our community and humanity to the highest level we are able, we will continue to see great transformations in human culture like those we have seen in the past 60 years, and we will not be enslaved by darkness and negativity, instead have a destiny that has light and positivity. Rob, I'd like to start every day with you, if that's possible. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my mentor and friend, um, Connecticut uh, Connecticut resident Ray Dalio, recently wrote a book called Principles for Dealing with the Changing World Order, Why Nations Succeed and Fail, where he examines the past 500 years to show patterns in society and economics and politics that repeat. I invite you to read it as a way to help understand today. While the near-term picture, according to Ray, is challenging and not necessarily happy, here are three of my takeaways that I will share with you. Number one, as Americans, we should not take for granted that we have seen one of the longest periods of peace and economic growth and innovation in global history. And from Ray's study of history, the period of conflict that we're currently in is as much the norm in history as peace and prosperity. Conflict and war is likely to be devastating for all of us. Both the winners and the losers of destructive actions are worse off relative to compromise, mutual understanding and respect. And that is why each of us in our own way needs to make it a personal responsibility to be kind and respectful. Number two, we need to keep investing in human ingenuity and innovation We humans have worked our way out of impossibly difficult situations before. Innovation is a powerful force for improving lives, you know, says Ray Dalio. Uh, Number three, and I don't want to sound too economics-y about this, but we are likely in for a period of high inflation, higher prices. And the easiest way for governments to deal with high levels of debt is by printing money, using stimulus to spur economic growth and keeping keeping interest rates lower than nominal GDP growth. That way they inflate their way out of the debt. You know, as investors, Ray suggests avoiding the long-term holding of cash and bonds. Instead, he recommends diversifying with assets that can do well in an inflationary environment like highly dependable cash-generating stocks, some gold, possibly a little cryptocurrency, and other inflation-protecting assets. Read the book to learn more. I am not giving you investment advice here. Okay? (laughs) So let me leave it there for now. And uh, let's take a short break and listen to A Song of Hope, uh, Waiting on the World to Change from John Mayer's Continuum album. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what a great track. Love that John Mayer track. Actually, our next next guest um, has a John Mayer story that he may share with you.
But <laughs> first, let me let me update you on Band Central. And you are listening to Band Central Radio here on WPKN 89.5. My name is Rob Freed. I am the leader of Band Central. Band Central will perform thor- 14 themed concerts in 2022 to help local nonprofits. And that will bring our total amount raised for nonprofits to over $5 million. Our tour features some amazing musicians, and I'm going to say their names because I'm so um, really thrilled to be working with them. Gabrielle Lakshmi, Audrey Martels, Joe Gray, Bobby Hardin, Keith Fluitt, John Torres, Crispin Seo, Bill Carbone, Fuzz, Jean Marie Rivera, Scott Packham, Cyrus Madden, Tommy Weeks, Anthony David, Gene Santini, Eric Kalb. Hey, happy birthday today, Kalb. Pat Marafioti, Scott White, Barry Blumenfield, Tara Engler, Pat Williams, Bobby Master, and Mike Marble. And we're performing some amazing shows this year. Uh, Disco, Songs of the 1960s, Radio Hits, Cruise to Paradise, Beach Party, and Rock and Soul. And we're doing it for some amazing nonprofits. Operation Hope, New Canaan Mounted Troop, Wolfgang and Company, Siri, Sterling House Community Center, Cardinal Sheehan Center, Marrakesh, Mission, Self, CLASP, Children's Learning Centers, Center for Family Justice, Maritime Aquarium of Norwalk, Common Ground, Recovery Community Network, and our very own WPKN. We stand ready to help local nonprofits and musicians thrive. So I'm going to give you some upcoming dates, but all of these with the links are available at robfreedmusic.com. Freed spelled like fried. And if you go under the tab shows, you'll see all my public performances. So on June 2nd, coming up at the Park City Music Hall, the amazing new venue for Wolfgang and Company, we're performing our 1960s show. That's on June 2nd, June 3rd for the Connecticut Institute of Refugees and Immigrants at the Knowlton in Bridgeport. We're performing our 60s show. We will have uh, Susan from Siri on momentarily to talk about that on June 5th for Common Ground. We're playing jazz and rock at a house party for on June 10th for the Cardinal Sheehan Center. We're performing our radio hits show on June 11th at the Shakespeare Park. In Stratford, right on the water, we are performing our 60s show for the Sterling House Community Center. Don't miss it. (laughs) (laughs) And on June 29th, up at Bear Smokehouse in New Haven, we'll be performing our radio hit show for a New New Haven-based nonprofit called Marrakesh. And finally, on July 30th, a Saturday, we will be riding the band... Central Bike Team in the Connecticut Challenge, and then afterwards we will perform, be performing a rock show right at the Greenfield Hill Green. You can visit Band Central. You can visit experiencebandcentral.com to sign up for our monthly newsletter, our tour dates, follow us on Facebook. Um, and also, as mentioned, you can check out Rob Freed Music. Dot com for the schedule. I also play in the Connecticut Grateful Dead All-Stars, and we've got some great shows this summer. 
Ah, It's now with great pleasure, (laughs) real, really great pleasure that I reintroduce Crispin Co. Crispin Co. is a renowned music director, saxophonist, composer and songwriter who's played and recorded with James Brown, the Rolling Stones, Tom Waits, Ray Charles and the Ohio Players, among others. He's performed at the White House and been a band central musician for over 10 years, playing in a variety of our shows. Let's get into it. How you doing today, Crispin? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be here. Oh, great. Why Why did you choose saxophone? Um, well, I grew up um, in Chicago and Detroit and environs. And, um, you know, I played as a kid. I played clarinet. But uh, I went to college at uh, University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. And um, <clears throat> I thought I wanted to be a writer. And, and I studied film, too. And towards the end of my time there, this was in the 60s, um, my teen years were the 60s, you know, in Detroit with Motown. And then I went to University of Michigan. I just realized all my friends are musicians and, you know, I've got um, this thing in me and this is what I'm going to do. So I changed course. I think I, uh, a friend gave, lent me a saxophone. You know, the sound of the sax really just attracted me on a deep level. So I changed course, uh, got a horn, practiced. Uh, then, I went, then I went to music school at um, Wayne State University in Detroit and Berkeley in Boston for like a total of a year. Ran out of money, started playing in bars <laughs> and bands. Um, ended up in New York. Now I was doing some recording, playing in bars and bands. <laughs> now, a little bit of touring. Um, and uh, I guess I moved to New York in 77 or something like that. Um, but uh, in 1980, um, I began play. I was also doing some writing about music because I was a writer, really, you know. So mm-hmm. I was doing okay. Around 1980, I met um, three other horn players, um, and we soon became the quartet version of the Uptown Horns that people know about today. Um, and with, this is with my partners, Arno Hecht on sax, Bob Funk on trombone, and Larry Edkin on trumpet. Um, and, you know, for me... Uh, the sound of the horn was the first attraction, but then it became, as I, you know, I got better and was playing with people, it became a thing where I thought, well, I love to be a soloist, but I also really like working with other people closely with, you know, with horns. And the other three guys in the uptown horns felt that way too. Um, so we, we got, we committed and we played, you know, for about 10 years, really, you know, hit it hard in New York City, started to get work touring. We toured with the Jay Giles Band. I think that was our first big tour when they were centerfold, you know. Yeah. Robert Plant and the Honey Drippers, we did that. Um, and we started playing on a lot of records. Um, and that, you know, has has been a great thing. We're still friends. We're still together. You know, we don't do as much as we used to together. But It's interesting, you know, talking about music as though it's just communication. You know, I know you as a person, you, you're, you're social. <laughs> you know, you like, yeah. you, you like to talk, you like to communicate. And, you know, there's communicating with our words and then there's communicating right. with these 12 notes and some arrangement of 12 notes that we all play together at different times and different time. And well, it's a language, right? Yeah, and I feel like I've been blessed to uh, have be able to do my solo thing, you know, and play with a lot of different people and do the thing with the Uptown Horns with these other three guys who we've literally been together now, you know, for 40, over 40 years. Um, wow. And uh, there's so many great horn players 
you know, and musicians in the world, certainly in in this area, in Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, um, and certainly great horn players. But there is a thing that happens with horns when they when they become a section of the same people. This would apply to Tower Power horns, you know, the Memphis horns, you know. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, like. yes, those guys. And when you stay together a long time as horn players, you start to internalize each other's rhythms and vibrations, I think. Yeah, And wow. it becomes a sound. And it's not a question of this is better than that or whatever. It's just it's this these four people coming as one sound. And um, that's really what it is. A, a different kind of satisfaction musically for me. Wow, that's you deep. Know. So we're, we're listening to Crispin Sia right here on WPKN 89.5 um, FM. Uh, uh, this is a Band Central Radio. I will say, and just extending that for a second, yeah. that served us well because um, we one day got, in the late 80s got a phone call from Mick Jagger and he said, you know, we're, we're starting this t- tour. We haven't toured in 10 years, you know. When I had a horn section, you know, you've been recommended by three of my good friends, you know, um, the same, you know, that we knew. And he said, you want to come and audition tomorrow, right? And uh, at Nassau Coliseum where they were rehearsing. And we went and we, we went into a little room with him first and with Chuck uh, Lavelle on keyboards. And we, he wanted to hear uh, 12 songs. We, you know, we arranged horns for once. They didn't have horns on. And really it was our sound that got him in that little room. You know what I mean? He said, let's go out on stage and play and see, you know. And we got the gig. Um, and I'm, I'm saying and that, we're I'm talking saying that about, humbly. We're, I'm for say- those of you who are familiar with the Stones, I think we're talking about the Steel Wheels Steel Tour. Steel Wheels Tour, and then it was called Urban Jungle. And, um, you know, we, after 10 years, we had a sound. And that's what really, I think, worked for us with people, with bands like that and with all kinds of artists, where they appreciated that or wanted that, you know. Yeah, and I, you know, I have performed with, uh, you know, we've had Larry in our shows yes. as well. Larry even, Etkin, our trumpet player. Larry Etkin, the trumpet, and even subsets of you have a sound. It's like true. you and God, you and Larry have a sound, we and do. it's about breathing together. It's about. Um, we've also studied um, what has gone into great horn sections, and what you know, like there's the. The horn sound on Sly and the Family Stone records, wow, yeah. which is very unique, and it's not a lot of horns, but the voicings and the way they played and the way Sly had them play was so unique that it cuts through. You know, that's one sound. Earth, Wind, and Fire. You mentioned. I knew those guys, and they certainly had a sound that was unbelievable live. Um, like Tower of Power. You know, yeah. It's you know that's the, so. So talk to us. You know. Talk to us a little bit about the present moment in terms of what projects do you have coming up well, that our, our listeners should know about? Um, you well, know, I know you're always leaning into the future. Both, I guess, you know. Yeah. I think it's past, present, future is all coming together. It should, you know. Um, this summer, I'm delighted to be doing uh, some concerts uh, myself on sax with you guys, with um, Band Central. You know, because I love from the beginning with you guys, it was about you. You took control of the charities themselves, you know, and, and what you were doing. And I so respected that right off the bat. So it's always been a joy to do these gigs. I know we have the one coming up um, at Park City Music Hall on June 2nd. Right. We're excited uh, to see you, Crispin, on the 11th. On the 11th. Yes. yes. In Stratford. Yes. Yes. So honored. Um 
So I'm I'm delighted to be doing that. You know, I perform regularly with um, Darlene Love, and I have been for years. And um, we just played the, at the Ridgefield Playhouse not too long for ago. For Valentine's Day. Yes, Valentine's yeah. Day. And we played um, uh, Mother's Day at the new uh, the City Winery in New York. That was great. Uh, she's just an amazing performer and person. And so I'm, again... Humbly grateful to be yeah. able to play with her because she kicks ass every show. Right, and know. the next opportunity will be her holiday show. Correct? No, we're doing no, we're we're, we're doing uh, Lowell, Massachusetts. I think on June sixth. Oh, okay, and Great. then someplace in New Jersey. I forget on, uh, you know, a, a couple of days on the ninth. Oh, okay, great. You know, um, great. It's, it's on her website, darlenelove.com. Um, and with the Uptown Horns. Um, we just finished recording a really cool album with somebody local, Steve Gaspar and the Hollywood All Stars. Mm-hmm. It's going to be out very soon, and he did he did the group sign with a label actually that does you know multimedia puts music out, but also it's great at promotion. And um, it's uh, we recorded it you know at the Carriage House a lot of it in uh, you know Stanford, which is one of the great studios on the East Coast, I think. Um, and it's killer, killer, killer band of, you know, people from around here. Um, and, uh, we recorded one more song that's, that's, uh, being mixed now. That's, um, I'm not going to tell too much about it, but it was written. It was a number one song that Uptown Horns played on in the eighties. And it was written by somebody, one of the greatest songwriters I ever knew who lived right here in Fairfield County. And uh, we'll reveal that very soon when that comes out. Um, oh, that's that sounds amazing. And uh, again, we're talking about the Hollywood All-Stars, which uh, Steve Gaspar's group, which um, you should check out if you haven't seen. It's right. a great well, combination of musicians. We're playing actually another, you know, kind of fundraiser concert at the Palace Theater in Waterbury on June 25th. This will be the Hollywood All-Stars. And I'm, again, humbled but proud to announce that at that concert, the Uptown Horns will be inducted into the New England Music Hall of Fame, oh which is goodness. a great honor to us. It's, it's a That's serious incredible. thing. Wow. And they're going to do it at the concert, you know, on the 25th at the Palace Theater in Waterbury. So, oh, um, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you and so while much. We're, while we're at it, can you just mention your so, any social media handles or website? Because yes. somebody's listening right now might just want to make sure, hey, I got to keep track of this. Right. I, I have, I'm on Facebook, and I have a website called crispinmusic.com, C-R-I-S-P-I-N-M-U-S-I-C.com. And that, All right. I list, you know, like the stuff that I do there. Um, the future? Yeah, the, well, I would say we got to kind of move to playing a song. Oh, well, let's do that. Let's do that. And, um, uh, yeah. So, you know, part of this musical journey is Crispin and I just having a moment to have a musical conversation and share that with you. So uh, stay with me. I'm going to grab my guitar. Crispin's on his uh, sax. He's going to sing a little bit. We're going to play an old tune. Why don't you tee up the song we're going to play? I'm going to croak a little bit. Um, This is a blues song originally recorded by um, the great Albert King called Let's Have a Natural Ball, Um, y'all. And uh, I think the melody line also popped up in another jazz tune called Cooking at the Continental by Horace Silver. But um, this is a little, just a little taste of Let's Have a Natural Ball. Want to give me a bar? Two yeah. bars. One, two, 
One, two, three, four. Spotlights, causes and happenings in our community toward making the world a better place. This information is gathered by Fairfield County's Community Foundation, FCCF, where the Band Central Fund is located. Dateline, Norwalk. May is the time frame that many high school seniors commit to a specific college. As you can imagine, a big part of this decision has to do with financial aid, merit awards, and the scholarship package that a student receives. FCCF is one of the largest providers of scholarships for Fairfield County high school students. They award $1 million each year in college scholarships to Fairfield County students. That is amazing, right, Amanda? Yes, I will I will double down on that. And they give us another $20,000 for our counselors in training and junior counselors for camp wow. to get them ready to be college graduates someday. So awesome. big, big uh, props to FCCF. Reach out to them at FCCFoundation.org to learn more. Dateline, Bridgeport, 
FCCF and B Foundation are partnering to fund a new musical education program in Bridgeport at Wakeman's Boys and Girls Club, the Breed Academy. This program will launch this summer, and interested youth, parents, and teachers can contact Wakeman Boys and Girls Club at wakemanclub.org to learn more and enroll. Dateline, Bridgeport. Saturday, June 11th is Bridgeport's Juneteenth Parade and Celebration. FCCF is a sponsor and looks forward to participating that day. Many uh, Bridgeport community leaders are involved. Joining us now is special guest Susan Schnitzer, president and CEO of the Connecticut Institute of Refugees and Immigrants. Are you there, Susan? I'm here, Rob. Hi, how are you? Oh, fantastic. Happy Monday. Let me start with a little uh, introduction. Susan is a leader committed to creating social change through operational development, legislative advocacy. Wow, that's a tough word, Crispin. And community (laughs) action. She has a strong knowledge of systems related to domestic and sexual violence, prisoner reentry, child welfare, and interrelated social services systems. As mentioned, we have an upcoming event on Friday, June 3rd at the Knowlton in Bridgeport to support her organization's series. So I am happy to have Susan with us today. Welcome, Susan. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. And wow, what a treat, Kristen uh, and Rob. That was fabulous to listen. Thank you. Thank you, Susan. I'm sorry I'm not there. I meant to meet you, Amanda, as well. Yes, we'll connect. Hey, let's start off with how did you become the leader at Siri? And, you know, frankly, why do you care about new entrants to our community? So um, I became, I've been with Siri about five and a half years now, um, and I was actually working for uh, for another organization, uh, Center for Family Justice at the time, and we had collaborated on an anti-trafficking grant. Um, and then as, you know, things things kind of changed, I moved over to Siri, um, and my, my predecessor, um, also one of my mentors, uh, Claudia Connor, when she was moving on to another opportunity, we really sat and talked, and um, and I had done a lot of work with uh, program development. I have a, a long financial history before, uh, before nonprofit, um, and just was very and very passionate about the work. Um, and you know what it what it is. We really look. You know, at the top of the show, Rob, you were talking about hope. Um, and you know, we when we have our event on the third, there's also um at the Knowlton, which for anyone who hasn't been there. You must go see it. It's a really vibrant venue. But there's a wall um, where there's hope hope painted there. And, you know, what we do at Siri, um, we, we have a lot of hope. We give a lot of hope. But we also leverage hope into action, um, meaning the hopes that, you know, that we have as, 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 as social service workers, the hopes of our clients and really the hopes of our community. Um, and, you know, also at the top of the show, you were talking um, a little bit about Ray Dalio's book and, and mentioned conflict. And the majority of people that we work with are fleeing conflict, um, have fled conflict, have fled violence. And, you know, we are fortunate to be in a place and 
and in a country, well, we're not perfect, um, but where where we have systems set up um, where we can help um, help support people when they need it. Oh, that that well, that's great because I know that we've got you know recently Afghan refugees were in the process of taking on Ukrainian refugees, and and then there's just the overall you know immigration and refugee situation. I'm sure even in Amanda's community in Stratford. You know, the refugee population and community is is, you know, robust. So it's it's quite it's quite relevant. Um, I love I love, Susan, the leveraging hope into action. Uh, And I and I think our region is is really hopeful and always really ready to respond. Um, So our job as leaders to figure out the most effective way for people to support. Right. Support our communities and support and support each other. Right. I mean, as Amanda knows too, right. A lot of what we do, we do, we do together. We do in communities. And I know, you know, it's Stratford definitely has, um, you know, and has a strong, um, you know, immigrant population as well as we do throughout, throughout Fairfield County. Um, So there's, you know, there's a lot, there's always a lot that needs to be done. Um, and that's and that's what we're that's what we're here to do and expanding partnerships and expanding programming. Um, yeah, tell us and, a little more about that. Tell us more right now about series priorities, and and how people who are listening, our WPK and listeners, could potentially get involved. Sure. So you know, one of our as you mentioned, Rob, um, one of our our priorities, still a high priority, um, is that we as we continue to work with our new Afghan neighbors, um, really helping people settle into new homes, new communities, um, really working with a lot of our our health partners to ensure that we're getting the health and the mental health um, assistance assistance for folks. Um, another priority, kind of looping back to how I was introduced to Siri. Um, in the first place, we have a rapidly growing um, anti-human trafficking program. So we're really looking um, with also with a collaboration with Center for Family Justice um, on a new and innovative way to help um, to help the youngest, the youngest survivors and also expansion of our immigration legal services. Um, there are a lot of folks out there really looking for a pathway to permanency. Um, here, here in the U.S., and um, and as anyone who works even close with with our populations knows, there's just there's such a a need um, a need for for legal help, legal assistance. Um, and I will one of the ways if we do have any attorneys or legal minded folks out there, um, we do have um, a robust and still and and still building um, a pro bono attorney network. Um, we are always looking for folks who who want to make a bigger commitment uh, to come onto a committee, possibly join our, you know, the board in the future. And, you know, right now, one of the things that's been most helpful with uh, the huge surge in clients that we've seen are community groups that do drives. So it could be drives of backpacks um, for kids, for adults, uh, personal care products. Um, We've done, we have, uh, gift card donations, so fill a fridge. So for 100 to $200, we can fill a fridge for a new family um, for almost a week. And and then I would say, you know, keep keep looking on our website for additional in-person opportunities. Um, COVID has really slowed down um, our work. 
with that. And every time we think we're ready, you know, we're ready and it's, it's safe to kind of get folks back together in person and, and our, get our volunteer driver program going. We have we have some type of new surge, uh, new surge in COVID. And we're very mindful of the fact that, um, you know, that there are there are a lot of people out there um, that have underlying health conditions. We work with a lot of children. So we're really, you know, we're as safe as we possibly yeah. can. Thank you. Thank Thank you very yeah. much for that informative perspective on on Siri. Um, let's let's pivot to we have an event coming up together on June third. Yes. Yes, yeah, why do. don't you tell people a little bit about that and you know anything else coming up that you want to mention uh, along with maybe some of your you know get, provide your your social media handles and website. Sure, sure. So um, yes, on uh, June third. Uh, from 7 to 10, um, Syrian Band Central are presenting Songs of the 60s. Again, it's at the Knowlton in Bridgeport, which is a really, really cool venue. It's an old, old boathouse um, that has now been turned into this really spectacular event venue. Um, and we are here. And Rob, I hope you don't mind that I steal I steal your tagline, but I absolutely love it. Um, that is to show up, get down, and do good. And, I love and, and it. I love it too. <laughs> it's, that. it's, it's perfect. Fabulous. Um, oh, and that's you, what oh, you can compliment me. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Monday. Everyone needs a good compliment on a Monday right. morning. Um, so, we, but what we do it is, you know, we we have a lot of fun at this event. Um, it is there's a very very short program. Um, and we do a paddle raise. Um, so we're really there to celebrate all the, the great work that we have all done as a, as a community um, and to raise some funds so we can really continue to do that work uh, moving forward. Exactly. You know, Band Central events are not galas that where you get talked to death. You know, it's about the music. It's about having fun. We do get down to business and have a short period where we raise some money for the cause, fund the mission, which is essential. But as Susan said, this is like a wear your jeans, come on down, check out some Stones and Beatles and all the great stuff. You know, a lot of these tunes that we're playing, Crispin grew up with. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if there's a couple tunes that he actually played on. Anything else that you want to mention before we close? Um, just to, um, you know, one other thing that we do have a, uh, we do have a fund right now, an emergency relief fund. Um, and that is to really to raise some unrestricted funding so we can be nimble. Um, we don't know what's happening with Ukrainian resettlement yet. There are a bunch of other things going on. Um, so I'd like to, you know, steer folks to our website. Uh, and that is www.cirict.org. Um, and follow us uh, and follow us on Facebook. Well, let's leave it there. Thank you, Susan Schnitzer, President and CEO of Siri, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Thank at the, you, at the Knowlton. Take care. You too. Joining us now here on Band Central Radio is Amanda Meeson. Amanda assumed her executive, well, are you executive director? Is that technically? I am. Yes, I have the six years. Yes, executive director at Sterling House in 2016, and she has led the organization through a $2.4 million renovation, their their 85th anniversary celebration, measurable revenue and program growth, as well as technology and infrastructure investment 
advancements. Prior to joining Sterling, she was served as vice president of programming for the leadership program in New York City, supporting 150 schools with youth and family programming. She graduated from the theater program at Ithaca College, (laughs) yes, and served as educational director for the Lake Dillon Theater Company in Colorado um, and Children's Theater a director with City Lights Youth Theater in the Women's Project of New York City. So I'd be curious with that diverse background, um, uh, how you became a leader at this community center and, and tell me about your care for Stratford. Yeah, it's, it's such a good question, Rob, because I think so many of our young people and our professionals are contemplating what they're doing, what the next step is. And this does not need to be a linear path if our if our heart is in the work. Um, so I always proudly share that I started a dance school in my backyard at 13 years old. I lived in <laughs> rural upstate New York and there was nothing else to do. And parents actually gave me money, like a buck, two bucks for their kids to take a class, which then led to my gateway to be able to pay for college four years later. So that really... So some people mowed lawns. Some people mowed lawns. You, you gave dance lessons yes. and did choreography. Yes. And they With came. many problem solving, like tap shoes on grass, doesn't really work. You know, there's lots of problem solving uh, growth there, some business acumen. So I always look back at that. But that experience certainly taught me the power of youth engagement. So I went to school for mostly for performance. I think I'm a more of a, a, a stage manager producer kind of, uh, in terms of my skill set, Um, but the love of the arts and, and, and I've said it with you a million times, the way we can use arts as a vehicle to tap into something greater, whether that's in a child or in an adult, you know, our, our self-concept, how we learn about our talents, teamwork, changing, uh, the way people in our community look, look at something. And exactly, so, which is what the essence of WPKN is about yes. the music, the community of what we develop here and using that as the force. Continue, Absolutely. continue please. And so uh, New York City loved serving the schools uh, and communities there as a, as a teaching artist and as an educational um, director. And then my husband, who's, who's also in the arts, he's a, um, a technical director at Global Scenic, which does custom vibration and scenery right here in Bridgeport. Um, so he moved us out here uh, for his job, and I continued to, to move uh, back to New York City on the train each day. We had our second baby, and I said, it is time to be closer to home. And this beautiful, special place of Sterling House uh, was hiring. It was a jump for me professionally, for sure. Um, but when I looked at what we do, you know, the arts, athletics, social services, hope, community connection, I said, oh my gosh, this is, this is for me. And so I really found like, I feel like I found my home in Stratford and I have found my home uh, at Sterling House. And it's been incredibly rewarding. I, I do want to give a shout out while you're speaking. There is something really special about Stratford that I have experienced through the 10 or so events that we've done for Sterling House over the years. People come to these concerts, Crispin, they're ready to have a great time. They're ready. <laughs> they sure are. They're, 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 they, sometimes it's like tailgating. They're that ready. And they also give. They're also there to take care of this community center that is becomes the, the heart of this, the city. So I, I really have a lot of admiration. And I'm, I'm glad, you, you know, Crispin will be performing in our show yeah, on to, June 11th. 
right yeah. right at the uh, right at right at the same location where James Brown actually performed way Did back he? when. Yeah. Uh, before we go on, tell us a little more about Sterling House Community Center in terms of the priorities and how can people get who are listening maybe get involved with. With Sterling House. Yes. Well, if you haven't been there in Crispin, we got to bring you over. Uh, it's a beautiful 1886 Victorian mansion on mm-hmm. Main Street in Stratford. And we are now the proud owners, owners of a 12,000 foot athletic facility in the back called Aaron's Gym. Um, and so there we are pumping out programs and services to about 8,000 regional. We do serve uh, Bridgeport and the greater community as well um, with everything from preschool in this room to chair yoga for seniors in this room to 600 kids on the fields this weekend playing mm-hmm. soccer, piano lessons, and then a very robust um, social services and food pantry component. Um, and one of the proudest things I always share that I do feel is is very unique is that we welcome Everyone, And so if you're going to come and get your kids into camp and you've used your credit card and the points, you go to Bermuda with your family. Awesome. We have a place for you. If you uh, want your kids to play soccer and and it's a financially limiting decision, we'll get them in and we'll even get them the shin guards and the jersey if that's what's needed. Mm-hmm. And so there's a real interest in, in ensuring that this opportunity gap uh, is diminished and that everyone in our in our region, um, both young and old, can can engage and have positive community interest action. That's great. And, you know, I know the the food pantry was really important um, during COVID, right? Yes. You know, La- for, laser focus on uh, food security for sure. You know, so we're, we're not we're not only talking about teaching kids basketball. We're also talking about food assistance, food security to the neediest in the community, mm-hmm. um, really the full range yeah, and I think the our, our interest in connecting the dots. And so if you're a child who needs a backpack from us on Fridays to, to get you through the weekend with food, how do we put that soccer flyer in there? How do we tell you about the other programs and, and some of the stuff Susan was saying, the, the, the back to school supplies and, and things, uh, fill a fridge. I loved that idea. Yeah. Um, and so there's there's every interaction we have with, with our community is an opportunity to um, deepen our impact. We're talking with Amanda Meeson here on Band Central Radio. She's the executive director at the Sterling House Community Center in uh, Stratford. Um, so talk a little bit about, we have an upcoming event together on June 11th. We sure the, do. In was, Stratford. Tell, was, tell, talk about that and maybe mention any other events you want to. Yeah, it was funny to hear you say the 85th in my uh, very official bio because we are 90 years old. Uh, mm. So that's why you guys will be coming. We have a free um, birthday bash on June 4th, uh, which is also Stratford's Main Street Festival. Um, and so that'll be on the grounds and in the house uh, at Sterling House. And then on June 11th, we'll be at Shakespeare for Dancing Into 90 with with these two fine gentlemen. I feel like I just got my own personal concert here. That's <laughs> <laughs> WPKN. Um, and then I will, um, if you if you want to join us for those, as, as Rob said, all the socials, sterlinghousecc.org uh, for the website. You can get tickets um, to all of those things. We're, we're also right. S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G house. C-C C-C dot org. Dot org. Mm-hmm. Don't okay. forget the C-C. Um, and we're excited. I'm excited to be here today because we're going to be at the Bijou um, on June 21st, which is Make Music Day. will be the evening, uh, 7 to 9, for a celebration of love. It's called Love is Love. Um, and it's a few artists coming in from New York City um, who are going to do selections of um, songs to benefit uh, our gay straight alliances at our high schools in Stratford. Um, and it's a free event. 
catered. Uh, we have a wonderful sponsor, Healthcare Advocates International, that's that's paying the tab to ensure that we can build empathy and understanding in the Pride community. So it's another exciting uh, Bridgeport oh, man, happening. That, that sounds awesome. Thank you very much, Amanda. Um, and uh, I want to play a little something that we're going to be performing in our upcoming 60s show. And let's just check out a little bit. This is the Zombies, time of the season. that time to wrap up here um this is our closing segment uh boy it's been great to have you guys on the show amanda meeson crispin ceo and susan schnitzer um if you want to email me you can do that at refried at optonline.net refried at optonline.net and you can sign up for our newsletter and get a playlist of the show by visiting experiencebandcentral.com I want to throw out some thank yous to uh, Audrey Neforis Paula Murphy and Andy Caddison from our team and I also want to once again thank our guests Crispin Co, Susan Schnitzer and Amanda Meeson um our next show is Monday, June 27th, right? We've got special guests, Juanita James, who's the president and CEO of FCCF, along with Heather Latoya from Marrakesh and guitarist extraordinaire uh, Scott White. Amanda, what was your favorite part of today? Oh, definitely my personal concert. Oh, my gosh. I know I know. there's <laughs> listeners out there, but I felt like you. <laughs> I was having a very um, intense experience in here. I really applaud both of you. Thank you for sharing now, that now with me. Now, you know me. that 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 Crispin and I decided moments before, what right. are we going to play? I'm sure you and did. The talent is so accessible. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, but, uh, but, hey, you know, and it's great to hear Crispin sing, too, right? You know, yeah, sax player, not that. afraid well, of the mic. Hey, Crispin, what was your favorite part of the show? And any, anything you want to share with listeners? I'd like to share one as, little uh, thing. As the wise sage that you are. <laughs> well, I'd like to share one little thing that's Connecticut-based, and I think it's important. Um, We've got about 30 seconds. For the last 10 years, um, I've worked with a director from Fairfield Collin, uh documentary film director named Larry Locke, and I'm co-producing this documentary about Willie DeVille and his band Mink DeVille, a, a group that I played with in the 80s on and off a bit. I thought he was one of the greatest singers of all time, and his life story is amazing. It's it's really, he came up in, in Connecticut. It'll so be, is, this, uh, is this out? Like it's how not people... out, but it's it's, uh, it's going to show up in the Go fall. Go to your website, It'll be on right? my website where it's going to be, and more information about it. CrispinMusic.com. Right. Crispin, band Central checking out.